0: What is going on, everybody? It's Chris Lokes, a.k.a. Mr. Behavior, and I'm back with another episode, episode 95 of Lokes Takes. I appreciate everybody bearing with me while I was on a hiatus. Got a bunch of stuff going on, but now the news cycle is revving. There's a lot of crazy stuff happening in the world. I got to talk about it so I'm bringing back the podcast and this time the co-host is my buddy Kep Frances, and we are just gonna go off we're gonna talk about all the things that are going on in the world and our opinions on it and you know what some of you might not like them but that's okay so without further ado let's roll into episode 95 of Lopes Takes. What is going on everyone it is Mr. Behavior back again. Again with another podcast this time i'm with my buddy kep Frances, and we're here to just talk about all this bullshit <laughs> what's going on kep
1: there's a lot of bullshit going on man it's uh it's crazy out there right now
0: uh i yes it really is and you know i haven't done an episode of this show in quite a while mostly because i was i've you know i've been focusing on other things and uh, things have just kind of gotten out of control And I was like, you know what? I want to stay away from this But now it's gotten to the point It's like I'm honestly sick and tired of some of this bullshit And I need to talk to somebody <laughs> So I'm going to talk to you While way. talking to a bunch of other people I feel
1: the same way You know, they canceled my two favorite TV shows So Wait, which shows? Live PD and Cops
0: They canceled Live PD They're and canceled, Cops?
1: canceled So I don't have much to do these days
0: You know, you know they're kind. I know it's because they're canceling every like pro cop propaganda. They're calling it, dude. They even canceled a show called Paw Patrol, which is like a kids show um, about a cop, like a dog who's a cop, and like he goes around and like saves kittens and stuff like that.
1: I was gonna mention that actually. Um, Yeah, apparently it has a police uh, dog.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never heard of it because I don't have a kid, so I didn't know about it until yesterday. But yeah, it's like a show called Paw Patrol. It's like this little cat or this little dog cop and and he's cute and he runs around saving kittens and shit. It's like it's a Nickelodeon show. And these people are calling this pro-cop propaganda and they want it canceled. They are canceling everything.
1: I am just very happy that I grew up in the uh, early 90s and I got to see all my (laughs) – all my favorite television shows like Rugrats and Rocco's Modern Life and Ren and Stimpy and Are You Afraid of the Dark. But none of those shows had cops in them. No, but none of them were canceled either. And I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I mean they were, but not <laughs> because of, yeah. like, politically yeah. not because of politically correct reasons. Not because like, you know, a bunch of soccer moms or or Karen's on Twitter threw a fit and yeah. decided they were no longer acceptable to be viewed. Um, Yeah, what's happening right now is kind of a ridiculous combination of censorship and just like people who are super hyped up on like a moral superiority pedestal where they believe that they should be the ones in control of the things that we are watching, the things that we are reading, the things that we are listening to. I believe HBO actually took off uh, "Gone with the Wind." Um, The left used to be, yeah. The left used to be really against this when conservative states or red states, Republican states, used to ban literature like, yeah, yeah, they used to get really upset. Um, They used to say, "Oh, you can't ban." um, With "Catcher in the Rye," is a really good example. Right. It was the perfect. Oh, you can't ban that. You know, it's a story about growing up, and you know, it's literature. Um, you know, cops is entertainment. Live PD, it's entertainment. Paw Patrol, it's it's also entertainment. Well, Everybody well, in that business, it's it's entertainment. And why are we now censoring that stuff when
0: we were complaining about censoring the other stuff before? Well, there's a couple of things for that. First of all, the left used to be actually liberal. Like liberal actually just means like being open to hearing ideas and debating ideas and, and listening to everybody's point of Small view. Government. Right. The left actually used to be liberal, and the left has become pretty fascist and anti-liberal as of now, but they really don't seem to understand that. The reason why these shows are under attack is because everybody hates cops, right? And they're thinking that now any sort of positive representation of a cop needs to be taken off the air. They're not even considering the fact that like it's not always like, okay, typically, yes, cops are seen as the good guys in movies and things like that but that's because they're supposed to be you know they're supposed to protect and serve and all that kind of stuff but we do have negative examples of cops in the media too like there's certain cops on like svu for example there was this one cop i can't remember the character's name but he was like a bad cop he would like take bribes and like beat people up and shit
1: you know what well, I mean? hollywood like, has a lot of horrible and negative depictions of cops right. you can point Many modern movies, especially kind of came out at least probably since 2014, a lot of depictions of the police officers are negative. Movies that came out maybe in the 80s and, and the 90s were Robocop. much more pro- uh, Robocop, RoboCop had
0: negative depictions of, of, of well, at least like uh, of the government using the police.
1: Because they couldn't get their job done.
0: So right, they exactly. Robocop. Yeah, we might
1: be there. We might be at that point.
0: Where we need RoboCop?
1: Where we need Robocop
0: to come I, in. I think you know what. It's good. funny because I've been saying to people before, because people are always talking about like, oh, you know, we we need no deaths at the hands of police, and we need no bad cops, and things like that. And I'm yep. like, look, I think that that's great to want, right? But it's also not realistic because cops are humans. Like until we have Robocop, we're not going to have a perfect police officer it's just not
1: gonna happen And now you'll never have one the problem with policing is policing has always been and always will be a messy business and yeah. um you know i'm one of those people who i've always been in favor of tune-ups and tune-ups are pretty much when somebody who is acting not the way they should be they get a little bit roughed up they may avoid a criminal trial they may avoid getting arrested and being charged but they get a little bit of a tune-up wait wait um, is and there even if like, are that's cop lingo for roughing somebody up a little bit <laughs> and, and also also giving them the chance to rough you up, although right. we know how that will always end with the cop winning. And that's the point. The point is the police are to be viewed as people who are there to protect you and to help you. They don't go after your average citizen. Yeah. They don't go after your average person. They go after people who are behaving badly. Right. And who are committing crimes. Right. Exactly. And people who make poor life choices will overwhelmingly end up with more police interactions. Right. Because they're the ones who are breaking the law.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: And,
0: yes. I mean, so- I, I agree. I agree. Like, I, I mean, that's why I think that this, a lot of this stuff, like the way that the media and a lot of people are portraying, like, what happened with George Floyd, obviously – um, is like at the forefront of everybody's minds, but the way everybody's portraying it is really insane to me. Because like I, I even mentioned this on Twitter. I said, "Hey, like, because they were doing all of the George Floyd funerals and things like that. Sure. Had, like four funerals for somebody who nobody even he, heard he, of he until he died. Funeral, uh, John John McCain didn't even have a right. Exa- exactly. How many times? How
1: many states was he buried in?
0: Right. Exa- exactly. Like what? Wh- like I didn't even know who George Floyd was until he was dead. Right. And the fact of the matter is that, like, look, I'm not – I don't think that George Floyd – and it it really sucks that I even have to say this, right? But I don't think that George Floyd deserved to die in the way he did. But I do recognize that he was a criminal, and a lot of the reason why he – I mean, he was in jail, like, nine times or something like that. He's done really horrible things. And a lot of the reason why he was interacting with a cop or interacting with the cops in in general is because of the fact that he was committing crimes. Like – One – Chris – this is a lot of the things that people always forget when it comes to these things. Is like overwhelmingly a lot of the people that people have propped up and saying like, oh, you know, these, pers- these people died at the hands of police. They were criminals. They would be in jail if they weren't dead now. So I don't I said this on Twitter. I don't understand how this guy is getting four funerals when he is not a good guy. He was a criminal. Like what what is going on? You know, yeah, they, and I'm getting attacked oh. for that.
1: The problem is he's been propped up as a martyr, unfortunately, by a lot of people in the African-American community or black community because not everybody who is Well, black, you know, I hate, you know American, I hate
0: the word African-American.
1: I'm just going to say black. <laughs> and he's
0: been as a martyr.
1: And I think that's part of the problem that, we, that we're we seeing and that we can't really have an honest conversation on race right now. I know a lot of people who, um, who are in the media world right now who are st- avoiding – all conversations, basically mainly white people, who are avoiding yeah. all conversations on race um, because it puts them at risk.
0: Right. Well, that's because a lot of, I mean, I was saying this too. It's like, I think that black people in particular have a really difficult time differentiating between a conversation about race and a racist conversation.
1: Correct. And you know? even, even even if it, the conversation does veer towards racism, you still need to be allowed to have it because... Right. Your ideas need to be better than the racist ideas. Right, exactly. Exactly. And if, and if you're falling short of that, then you need to sit there and reevaluate your ideas. Right. Um, right, right. Yeah. So right. we're at a point right now where, where unfortunately, I think the black, black community is throwing people like Candace Owens, they're throwing people like Larry Elder, Thomas Sowell. Anybody who is basically a Candace, Clarence, I'm sorry, Clarence Thomas is a really good example. Anybody who is black and successful and who does not toe the white leftist line of blacks or victims, they're the ones being thrown in the trash.
0: Right. Meanwhile,
1: criminals like George Floyd, who hold a gun to a black woman, a pregnant black woman stomach during an armed robbery. Right. I mean, these people, they they claim to care about black lives. George Floyd robbed a pregnant black woman and held a gun to her stomach. Right. That gun could have gone off at any point. Right. Guns and, are guns. Yeah.
0: Could have killed her and her unborn child. And her no unborn. one cares about any of
1: that. And, yeah. and, and Floyd Mayweather bought this man a gold casket. He's been, his, his body has been paraded around in Houston or Texas and in Minneapolis you have the mayor of Minneapolis crying in front of his casket like this was some kind of human being that's worthy of any kind of attention. It sucks what happened to him. It really does. Right. George Floyd was a criminal. The policeman who stepped on his neck, it, it remains to be seen, but it's likely that he's a criminal. We'll find out yeah, right. when that when that trial happens. But... George Floyd made extraordinarily poor choices in his life. Absolutely. throughout his life, And he never tried to turn it around. He was constantly getting arrested. He was constantly getting thrown in prison. He's got a rap sheet that's extremely long.
0: Right, and exactly. I said,
1: like I said, he was in prison nine times at least. For the Amer- African-American community to sit there and pretend and act like he is some kind of messiah, I think that's part of their problem. Right. they are worshipping and propping up and martyring the worst types of right when a white person get when a when a white person gets shot and killed by cops
0: do you see all white people getting all amped up about it and saying well, this no, is, but, but this we represents also me. we also don't know about about it to be to be fair because the media doesn't prop it up but you're right like Does- white people don't do that i mean this is like this is what i was saying about i watched dave chappelle's most recent um uh uh stand up and he was even saying he said in it he said well the reason people are getting upset is because they saw this guy get get you know knelt on for a minute eight minutes and 46 seconds and they thought this could have been me or something like that and i'm like that's completely wrong like i do not think that way i i'm not a criminal i don't think that i would be If I was to interact with a police officer in that manner, if I was going to die by a police officer's hand in that manner, I'd be extremely surprised. Like, it would be – that would make no sense because I don't do anything that should garner that sort of attention from police officers. Unless it was, like, some kind of a random, like, that police officer was gunning for me for some particular reason. But there's no way I'm looking at George Floyd saying this guy represents me.
1: Dave Not Chappelle used to make fun. He used to make fun of about literally about shit like this. He used to right. make jokes about the same shit that he is pining about now. And yeah, it's bizarre to me. You know, he's propping up and making martyrs out of criminals like George Floyd while throwing articulate and educated women like Candace Owens into the trash and talking yeah. about her her vagina smells?
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: like the level of discourse that he's at, where he either is, you know, he's not only that, but he's burping his way through the through the eight minute stand up routine. And I mean, at this point, if I'm a supporter of Dave Chappelle, I mean, I would be embarrassed because, I mean, like,
0: here's the thing: I watched it. I don't think it was very funny. I thought it was it was kind of about like it was like the level of like Hannah Gatsby's quote unquote stand up, where she just basically screamed about rape and men for like an hour sure. and like. Like it wasn't funny. Like he wasn't really telling jokes. He was well, just kind the, of like he, talking about his perspective.
1: You know what really bothered me is he said over and over I mean, he he really emphasized the fact that he didn't care what Floyd did. Right. Well, you know, for me the fact is that Floyd was operating motor vehicle under the influence of Crystal Math. Mm-hmm. What if he had run over Dave Chappelle's children? Right. Would Dave be making a martyr out of him? Right. We know right. the answer is obviously no. Right. So what is he
0: doing? Why is right. he doing this? Right. Well, I mean, I think it's just, uh, uh, um, it's one of the more polarizing parts of our society. It's like you can't have nuance to any conversation because like me, I'm going to say it again. I don't think that uh, that George Floyd deserved to die in that manner. But I also recognize that he wasn't a good person and he was doing some bullshit. I do think that the cop that killed him should be charged and sent to jail. Absolutely. But also, I don't think that George Floyd was a nice person. I think that he kept doing really bad things and he was bound to have think, a shitty interaction with cops more often than once. Like, this I is think you're bad. right. And I think ultimately
1: the focus on people like George Floyd are is holding back the black community from reaching their full potential. I agree. And, and the aspect here that really amazes me is it's all egged on by white leftists. Oh, who are yeah. Really considered by allies, they're oh, considered yeah, allies in yeah. the black community, instead of being recognized as, as the enemies that they truly are, right. the black community seems to have a problem taking responsibility for for the actions of their of, of themselves or their people. And anybody who calls them out on it, even though even the people who are the same skin color of them right. as are like Candace Owens or Thomas
0: Sowell, they're attacked
1: right. and they're exactly. white leftist allies, egg
0: it on. Yeah, exactly, and they and they give them more of a fuel. Speaking of white leftists, so you were talking about the media and how like people in the media prop this stuff up. Did you see the video from all these uh, these white Hollywood actors talking about they take responsibility for for racism? You know, I I watched it's like I, think I watched up to
1: Aaron Paul and oh the, God, he was God. the second person, yeah. and I and you mid- turned right. it off because <laughs> yeah. you know it's like it's... I mean I mean you know my my. Um, my white guilt is at negative like 5,000. Right, right, right. So there's right. no white
0: guilt over here. So right, when I see right. something like that, I immediately like
1: refuse to even partake.
0: Well, in the- I, you're better for it. Cause this shit is like, I mean, honestly, the way that I see this is like, these people really do think that they are above black people and that they have to like take responsibility for the, like you were saying, black people don't take re- responsibility for the things that they do. I agree. And like these people are trying to take responsibility for that, so it's like you're kind of saying that you are resp- like you're our shepherds or you're our stewards or something like that. When and isn't anybody that who white agree. supremacist and anybody who
1: doesn't agree is fired or socially ostracized or blocked right. on social media. Um, yeah,
0: this is. I mean, I mean, this is like this is like the most twisted thing ever because it's like I even I reposted the video and I said this must be the these must be the white supremacists that I've been hearing about. No, they are. Because seriously, if you're sitting here and you're saying, oh, I feel responsible, like, look, man, I get it. Like, maybe you feel bad about the time your friend told a racist joke and you laughed, or <laughs> but, like, you don't have to, like, make it, like, a huge thing. Like, first of all, some like, jokes and speech are the way, like you said earlier, it's the way that we can get through these things because what you do is you combat the bad ideas with better ideas. But you don't have to, like, sit here and, and, and pander to me as if, like, you're supposed to like be my savior, my white savior. Like, What is going on? Joke. And it can be funny. Right. It's okay to laugh. I
1: mean, you can make a racist joke about any race. Right, exactly. And it's okay to laugh at it. I mean, I grew up in the 90s. It's right. okay to laugh at a racist joke if you right. want to laugh at it. Because there are a lot of racist jokes out there. And let me tell you guys, most of them are pretty funny.
0: Yeah, right. Well, most of them. I mean, if it's a bad joke, it's a bad joke, and then you you know that it's bad, and you, you move on. Yeah, you don't fire
1: somebody over it. It's a joke. That's the that's the joke.
0: Well, you know, people are people are really getting worried about getting fired, man. I mean, like, I, I was just talking to a friend, and he was saying that like he had to delete a comment on that he put on my Facebook because somebody attacked him for defending my point of view, and he was scared that somebody was going to try to take his job because. The company that he works for did a meeting and said that if somebody says anything negative about like Black Lives Matter or like George Floyd or something on social media and they find out, they can get fired for it. Of course. And Chris, let me
1: just let me just bring it all home for you. We're basically living under a system where you have the TV show Cops, Live PD is canceled. Classic movies, songs, yeah. literature is literally being erased from history or banned. Right. Kid shows like Paw Patrol are being, are being uh, destroyed or, or banned or canceled because it has a cop character in it. Historical statues all over the country, even right. Washington, right. Columbus, Jefferson, those are not safe. Even abolitionists. Like right. um, Matt, Matt Baldwin in, uh, in Philadelphia. Vol- yeah. Exactly. Like That's he
0: was one example. of the first white abolitionists and they're defacing his statue? Not,
1: really this, not only this, but you have police under attack and you have cities being burned down and businesses destroyed, right? And all the politicians, all the corporations, and pretty much anybody, media, anybody who has power is agreeing with this and propagating it. Yeah. And they're propagating their – and I'm saying this in, in, in uh, quotation marks with my fingers up mm-hmm. – their message. This is not – their message. They think it's their message. They're called useful idiots. Yeah, Anybody who doesn't agree with this obviously is being fired or purged or socially ostracized. All this does, Chris, is make everybody more extreme.
0: Oh, they will of course.
1: They will call you and they will call me extreme and a fascist, right? But their extremity and their fascism right now is on full display. And I just hope that people are waking up to how dangerous the people we are dealing with actually are. They were a threat to you, me. And everyone, regardless of race, regardless of religion or political ideology, because people of all races, religions, and political ideology are being ostracized and fired and destroyed right now. They will come for everyone eventually. And people like you and me need to check it before it goes too far. And frankly, I think it already has.
0: Well, no, I agree. And I I mean, I do think that people do need to speak up and check it. Like, uh, I think... A lot of people are too afraid because of like what I said, like my friend saying that his job is going to fire people if they speak up about this on social media or if they speak up about this at work. And, you know, you have these companies that are like pushing these messages in one particular direction. And if somebody dissents, then they're on the chopping block. People really need to wake up and they need to start saying, in my opinion, like they need to start just standing up for what they believe in and not. Letting these people bully them into submission. Because, look, welcome to collective bargaining, my friend. If you have a bunch of people at your job that don't agree with this nonsense, why don't you guys all quit? That's going to hurt the company. I wish the police would do that. What's that? I wish the police would do that. Oh, I agree. I think that the police totally should. But- but like the fact of the matter is, it's like just quit, start your own. This is America. There's a million ways to make money. Get more skills. Get groups of people together who are not going to try to, to cancel people over free speech, right? I mean, what about
1: canceling people? What about J.K. Rowling?
0: Oh man, yeah. She, I mean, she was she was totally dragged for saying completely legitimate things. And the fact of the matter is, she she even said, look, I love and know for those of you who don't know, J- J.K. Rowling got like got dragged recently on twitter because she basically said that biological sex is real so she's saying reality she's talking in the affirmative on biological sex and now people are saying that she's a transphobe even though in her message she even said look i know and love trans people but once you start to try to erase the experience of a woman or erase the 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 the, the, the idea of gender like it doesn't help anyone actually and she's completely correct i mean like I saw somebody saying that like basically JK Rowling is dead to dead to them. I'm like, are you are you kidding me? Like like first of all, I'm not like a, the biggest Harry Potter fan or anything like that, but like no. what what she said is completely on point and I think that people need to I mean, JK Rowling has nothing to worry about. She's rich. So she doesn't like she can say whatever well, the hell she <laughs> yeah. wants. But
1: listen, listen. JK Rowling, I mean, she wrote a saga that sold dimes, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and she lives a comfy life from her mansion. Yeah. And she spends all day ship hosting on Twitter and making, <laughs> yeah, and making people scream in rage. I well, mean, I would she said say something
0: like a couple of months ago, and then she yeah. went away from Twitter because she was scared. And then she said, "Fuck it." I would say she's living her best life. I mean,
1: I do the same thing. I just don't live in a mansion. But as you know, that's because the world was my oyster. Yeah. Well, hopefully, one day I will have my own mansion so I can <laughs> ship on Twitter from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, But, you know, I tell you, those who worship her and her Harry Potter stories are the types of people who consider trans rights the most important issue of the day. Second to the death of George Floyd, obviously. Right. Um, So honestly, I can't think of anyone better suited to turn against the transgender community. And like you mentioned and you brought up, it's not even like she's against them. She's just pointing out the undeniable fact. That transgender women are still men. Right, exactly. And transgender men are still women. The idea that a man can menstruate and have a period is something that defies science. And yet the people who claim to respect science deny this scientific fact. We are in a clown world where somebody pointing out that only women can
0: menstruate is considered hate speech right well, they exactly. want to call women menstruators or something like that it's like what? yes like yes. that's and they used to just be called offensive women. they used to just be called women i, yeah. I think that's, that's something that said. jk rowling did say she said hmm people who that's menstruate there
1: used to be a word for this yeah well, women it was called as she yeah. said so you know my opinion on transgenders and the reassignment surgery is not revolutionary but it's sad that you and me even have to talk about this and i have to constantly repeat it you know, right. transgenders right. obviously have a mental issue yeah. that is evident from the suicide rate, and no, they aren't killing themselves because they are being treated by people
0: horribly, quite to the contrary. Well, have, that, when you're getting in that thing, it's like, well, yeah, I mean, like, there have been groups of people that have been treated horribly throughout history that haven't had nearly they, as high of a suicide rate. No, they do
1: not. 40 to 50 percent are killing themselves. It doesn't matter if they're pre-op or post-op. The numbers are pretty much the same and they're killing themselves not because they are being socially ostracized the way conservatives are today. They're being uh, or they're killing themselves rather because they have a mental disorder and that is not addressed or treated effectively by men by modern medicine. You right. can chop off your bits and feed a delusion, but that is not a solution to gender dysphoria right. and no. Who reads harry potter can change my mind on this fact right right but i want you but i want to move on from this because i feel like we're gonna get we're gonna get too deep in it
0: yeah no no totally no i don't want to like to, to rabbit hole too much on there either but the point of bring the like, jk rowling bring up jk rowling was the fact that like people are socially like, ostracized now for, for for just speaking their opinions and free speech isn't a thing that exists anymore i was having a conversation with somebody online they were they were claiming that like oh they're like, oh, this person's free speech is to remove people from the world or, like, kill people. I'm like, nobody's free speech is that. And even if it is, the response is to have better ideas, not to attack people or, or cancel people. Like, people are def- out here defending Antifa, you know, saying that, like, oh, they're doing the right thing because, they- because they're because they called anti-fascists. I can't, you know what, I can't even, I how stupid people are. That they they think that, like, oh, because Antifa stands for anti-fascist, then they must not be fascist. And also, the the idea that, like, people think that an anti is not... Look, the people on the extreme ends of anything are more alike than they are similar. I don't understand why people don't get that. So if you have, like, are more alike than they are different, sorry.
1: Yep, no, the people walking around today calling themselves anti-racist are probably some of the most racist and anti anti-white, specifically, people that you will ever see. Right. That doesn't mean that they won't throw people of their own color under the bus. I mean, see Candace Owens. Right. So,
0: yeah. Right, exactly. I, well, I mean, the other thing about Candace Owens is, like, this is what really bothers me about um, when people get on her is because, look, I used to believe a lot of these things that a lot of these lefty people believe, okay? I used to believe a lot of that stuff. So we both and, did. I did for Obama twice. So right, Exactly. You know- and that's because and that's because like we said in the beginning leftism or liberalism or whatever you want to call it used to be about about, about like some level of, of freedom for everyone right and so when you talk when you frame it that way you say oh I can get on board with this kind of stuff right but then what happened with me is I started realizing like when I first heard about Candace Owens um, was I saw her interview um with dave rubin and she was talking about how she actually ended up being a part of gamergate without even being a gamer because she was trying to create a a social media site called autopsy which basically was gonna uh be able to track people who were doxing other people because she had had an experience like that and the idea was to kind of get like unanonymized like certain forms of social media so people who were harassed on social media could have a way to fight back right Sure. And she got involved in it because Zoe Quinn, who was like one of the lead uh, females involved in this Gamergate thing, contacted her and said that she was going to ruin everything if she released autopsy because Zoe Quinn was faking her own online harassment during Gamergate. And so Zoe Quinn started attacking Candace Owens and like freaking out at her and like within like she told this crazy story. You can check it out. People should check it out. It's Candace Owens' uh, first interview on Dave Rubin's uh, show, so you could find Dave Rubin. And Mr. On, on, we'll on, throw it up on his Twitter for a link up, right? Yeah, yeah, I'll put I'll put a link up to this cuz everybody should actually watch this. But I watched that interview and I was like, "Holy shit. Like this that's the craziest thing ever." And this is when I started to question Gamergate, right? And so I started to question that and I started kind of going down the rabbit hole and I'm like, started watching more of these these videos, started hearing more from people who like I have been told that I shouldn't listen to. I listened to Ben Shapiro talk for the first time and I realized that he wasn't racist even though everybody was saying that he was. And so I started like getting like, realizing that I had been lied to about a lot of these people. And the thing that bothers me the most about Candace Owen specifically is that she has a message that really is not controversial if you have any sort of sense of personal responsibility. You know? It's basically like black people need to take responsibility for their own shit. And that's why they have
1: a problem with it. Right. And it's- it's. I'm not black, but but I taught in black schools for a very long time. And I taught a lot of young black kids who had not yet been indoctrinated and- I sat there and watched them succeed in, right, in, right. In, in their middle school years, elementary school years. And and then I watched a lot of it fall apart in high school once the peer pressure took over mm-hmm. and once the groupthink group took over. And that peer pressure and that groupthink is largely propagated by white leftists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they I – can't, I can't emphasize and repeat this enough. White leftists are not – an ally to the black community. Oh, they're not, and, no. And, and white conservatives are not an enemy to the black community. Right. So I think everybody, especially the African-American community, because they seem specifically um, indoctrinated by this propaganda that the white leftists are putting out there, um, that we are not each other's enemy. We are here to help each other and support each other. And there is nothing a white conservative would love more than to see a strong black successful black community person neighborhood i mean they may complain about it the most but that's because they want to that's because here's the thing though to be better
0: here's the thing though it's like yeah i mean i i hear that but here's the thing though it's not that's not to say that there aren't like racist white conservatives they are the only difference is that what from what i can tell and this is kind of like some malcolm x kind of shit was he was comparing the white conservatives to the wolf and the white liberals to the fox right the wolf you know you know you know what's up with the wolf right if a white conservative is racist he's gonna let me know that he's racist you know what i mean if a if a, if a white liberal is racist they're gonna hide it under some guys and they're gonna like you know what I mean? They're going to put post fake videos. The conservatives going to tell
1: you exactly why they are racist, right? Exa- exactly. And 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 it will be hard for you to sit there and say you shouldn't be racist because of the things that they are telling you. They're not necess- They're not. They are backed in reality a lot of the right. time. Right. But it but,
0: but it, I mean, political. I guess it kind of goes back it's to what I was saying about the theory. racist, the racism versus a racist conversation, or like a race, a conversation sure. about race versus a racist conversation.
1: Sure. I mean, you know. I feel like everybody needs to get past racism. We grew up, Chris, in a post-racial society in the '90s. We lived through that when nobody talked about race. When, when, when you looked at television, you had Michael Jordan winning championships. I mean, right. you, you had so many barriers broken down in the '90s where people weren't even discussing race. It wasn't until probably around 2014 where all of this became a serious issue and, and, be, and began being propagated by the media. And it bothers me because you and I both know what it feels like to live in, in a time where we the conversation and the focus wasn't on
0: race. Right.
1: It was it was on being
0: great. right? And right. And it was about sharing knowledge and it was about helping each other and things like that. This is why I don't understand. I feel like a lot of these people... And maybe it's because a lot of the people that are like adults now, like, weren't born until like nineteen ninety-six. Mm-hmm. Right? But like you you have to remember, like, in the eight even in the eighties, in the eighties and the nineties, it's like look at like let's talk about Robocop again. Look at RoboCop. Look at all the diff look at the depictions of black people in Robocop. They were like the mayor. They were like the nerdy, like sign like like uh like police guy. You know what I mean? They were the police chief.
1: Look at uh die right? Hard. Uh, Die Hard is a great example. the The, the cop is a black man right. who shoots a young boy. That's the whole his right. whole character. Right. Exactly. It, whole character is a redemption arc, right? Exactly. He, you know, yeah, he shoots a young boy who he thinks is pointing a gun at him, and he like he gets reduced to you know whatever patrol he's on, and that's why he gets involved in the Die Hard story. And it's all about how he overcomes it and. You know, there's there's people can redeem themselves. And right now what we're seeing in the cancel culture is is people can't redeem themselves. And it really bothers me because when I look at like the Confederacy and all that stuff, um, the statues that they're tearing down right now. Mm-hmm. You know, the reason those Confederate leaders are are celebrated is because they were unironically great military minds and leaders. Like Robert E. Lee is the perfect example. He's a story of redemption. He outsmarted the Union pretty much at every turn, and only due to low morale, loss of supplies, and losing Gettysburg, the Confederates lost, and pretty much they had half the soldiers and half the supplies that the Union had. But if Lee had adopted Sherman's scorched earth tactics, for example, you could have seen a totally different outcome. Mm -hmm. Lee was pretty much a gentleman fighting a war against people that he didn't agree with. He opposed slavery... He opposed sedition, and he only led the Virginian army because he was loyal to his home state. He refused yeah. to attack his own people and his own, and his own neighbors and his own family. He was a Virginian first, right? He was an American second. And, and you'll see, even though the left fights about abortion and fights about weed and they fight about states' rights, it's hard for the modern left. And hard for left Americans to basically fathom loyalty to their state over their right. country, because we live in a post-Civil War America. Right. Ultimately, Lee, you know, Robert E. Lee's story was one of total redemption, but that does not matter to leftists, and they're basically using certain elements in this country to
0: destroy it and rebuild it in their image. Well, you know what's funny that you say that about like how we live in a post-Civil War America? That's actually a really interesting point when you think about like how people have been kind of campaigning for reparations and things like that. And one of the strongest points against reparations is exactly that, that we, this America right now is a result of beating the Confederacy we won we kicked that idea out of here so why do we need to pay for the ideas of the confederacy when they don't what, exist anymore
1: why do the surviving ancestors of the unionists need to pay they're the ones who sacrifice well, their- that's what i'm
0: saying yep you know what i mean it makes that makes no sense right it's like because realistically you're living in the union the union won you know so that that's a that's a that's an interesting thing that you brought up because i, I actually heard that recently and I was like, yeah, actually – I mean I, I didn't – I don't think reparations are a good idea anyway because I don't like the idea of like – I mean it doesn't really make any sense because we're too mixed up anyway. Like how do we know who like pays what? But like even even beyond that, that's a really good point against it is it's like, well, you live in the union, man. The union but, won. But the
1: problem with this is the the union won, but the union would have you think that yeah, you the, the federally one. won right. because they're the ones taking television shows off TV – trying to alter history, tearing down statues, removing films, removing songs, removing this and that, trying to destroy old culture and basically saying anything that is
0: racist historical wise should be eliminated from history. It's not even everything that's racist though cuz we're talking about Matthias Baldwin's statue got got de- got de- uh, defaced. Well they jumped he, the shark. Yeah, and he wasn't even well that's because the see this is why this is why public school sucks because these people don't even know who the person is. They just see an, a statue of an old white guy and they want to destroy it. I mean, like this—it's just ridiculous. You're, they're 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 sitting here defacing. a a statue of a guy who was anti-slavery and by the way this is something i was talking about the other day a lot of people at the time of the signing you knew james madison in particular right at the time of the signing of the declaration of the independence were opposed to slavery the main reason why slavery existed for as long as it did and i think it was james madison who said basically look if we don't do this there's going to be a war in 50 years and guess what he was right but what the main reason why slavery still persisted was because it was a cornerstone of the economic system of the United States at the time, and that doesn't mean that it's correct. But it means you can't just pull out the rug from an economic system you know, as soon you know. as you re, as soon as you destroy you know ties with your 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 former uh, nation, which was England. Well, so now, you know, they, I mean, no sense. Slavery
1: happened all over the world. White people were slaves. Black people were slaves. Muslims were slaves.
0: Black people are still slaves. That's not people are still slaves in Africa. not work right on those people. Right um, what? That doesn't work on the people that you're trying to talk to. You have to like, like break it down on like a on well, a level of like. Well, we know that realistically doesn't make sense. Made it would a, have made sense to remove it. I said at the time
1: are still uh, slaves in black countries. I meant oh, that well yeah. Africans specifically are still slaves in Arab countries.
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
1: And China right now is colonizing America the way the history books would have you believe that America America and Europe colonized Africa. So right now you have a lot of racism currently going on. But the focus seems to be on um, the the white race or the European race for all of the misgivings and misdeeds that they did in the past, 100, 150, 200 years ago. The issue with that is they are ignoring – all of the slavery that's currently happening today, and there are thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of blacks in bondage, under slavery, in Muslims countries right now. And China right now owns the port of Kenya, owns many of the African countries who managed to become successful independently after colonialism, right. and nobody, nobody gives a shit about it. Except for conservatives, because they're the ones who are going after China hard. The leftists, on the other hand, are more worried about pushing their own political agenda through. And they're using the struggles of the black community and, and, and they're using the fact that they're angry to push their own political agendas through. And that's the result of what you're seeing today.
0: Well, what that's doing, though, is it's like it's doing two things. One is it's like those who forget the mistakes of the past are doomed to repeat them. Right. So if you start taking down these statues and you start like like, look, I'm no fan of some of these people. Right. But like if you start taking these statues down and start like you reduce the conversation we're, we're, very simple like people were not we're moving just
1: racist and non-racist there are reasons people fought for different sides during the right, war
0: exa- exactly exactly and, and and but what you do is you you give us more of an opportunity to repeat the mistakes of the past and go right back to having war i mean not only that but like people are doing things like like in europe they took down that statue of Winston Churchill right and it's like didn't that guy like literally beat the nazis like What, what, what's going on here? Like, I don't really understand, like. The
1: reason that there are non-British people in, in Europe right now are mainly due to the efforts of people like Winston Churchill. Right,
0: exactly. You know? And then not only that, people are doing these things that are foolish and they're getting themselves killed, like, hurt. Did you hear the guy in, um, in, uh, in uh, Fort Smith, Virginia? They were, like, bringing down a statue and this guy, like, the statue came toppling down on the guy's head and his skull was exposed. He basically, he almost died. He's, yeah, he's uh, he's not in good shape.
1: He uh, flatlined twice on his way to the hospital, according to all the reports that I've read, and he probably is going to be a vegetable for the rest of his life.
0: Yeah, and people are dying. People are getting
1: hurt because of this stuff. There there have been at least 15 black people, upstanding black uh, citizens like David Dorn, um, is one example, who have been murdered and killed in these riots. And these riots, remember, are happening over a criminal who pointed his gun At the start of a pregnant black woman. David Dorn was an upstanding citizen and community leader and a police officer and somebody who lived his life the right way. He doesn't doesn't get four funerals. There will be no funerals that are public. There will be no marches for him. And Chris, there will be no funerals and there will be no marches in public for you. And there will be no funerals and there will be no marches in public for me, even though we are objectively better people than George Floyd are. Because we didn't die that way. Yeah. And and you can die any which way. People are murdered all the time. People are run over by cars. People get in plane crash. Mm-hmm. People are murdered by, by all kinds of races. You have all kinds of interracial crime that happens on a daily basis. One thousand, just to go back and circle back to our, our – our initial point about police officers: a little over one thousand people a year are murdered by cops in a country mm-hmm. three hundred and sixty million. You're talking about point zero zero five percent.
0: Percent of uh, yeah, exactly.
1: I think I'm. Um, I might get killed for this, but I think the cops do a fucking great job already. And I think any effort in any in any um, idea that you have to reform the cops is absolute 100% total bullshit. When Mm -hmm. you see how good they are, they only kill over a 1,000 people a year. In a country of 360 million people. That is fucking excellent. That's awesome. And anybody who tells you otherwise is subverting you. Right. They're not speaking from a place of honesty. They're not speaking from a place well, of facts. Th- that's
0: They're because they they place don't place even of, have those. They don't from, even know that those like, things exist. Prop. Somebody was saying the other day, um, well, do you know, like the number of like how many um, how many uh, black men who are unarmed got killed by cops last year to 200. somebody who was an activist? Uh, and they said no. I think yeah. the I think the answer is like nine or not- 19 or something like that.
1: Well, no, on the whole year, it'd it'd probably
0: be about 200. The whole 2019? I don't think that's true. I think it's lower than that.
1: No, it should be about 200, 250.
0: Unarmed. Yep. I'm going to look it up right now.
1: Yeah, just about. On year on year. It might be less because that's 2019. I'm talking about older stats.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, because the number is actually going
1: down. Of course it is because of the media and they're not policing the black communities. You know, there's that about the about the black communities and the stats and the over policing the whole idea you know the 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 response time in white communities is actually v- much lower like it takes it takes the cops much less time to respond to a crime in a white neighborhood right mm-hmm. locally it takes cops about twice as long to respond to a crime in a black community so that would actually uh, lead credence and suggest the fact that they are under policed and they don't have enough cops in their neighborhood
0: yeah and there's actually a lot of people who are black people who um think that their All neighborhoods cops. need to be more, they policed, want more police but they won't say anything
1: no i hear a lot of them speaking i mean i see a lot of them speaking out they want more cops in their neighborhood they want less criminals and less well, drug dealers and they want actually- police officers
0: well, that's actually what they did in, in Camden. So people are always like talking about like – because they're talking about police reform and stuff now. In Camden, New Jersey, they actually did reform, quote unquote, the police. But what they basically did was they just fired everybody and then they rehired most of them by – have and they had them like fill out a, a, a and they tripled, application. they
1: tripled or quadrupled the police. And
0: they, yeah, and they put more police on the streets.
1: And they – not happened. only that, but they tripled to quadrupled it. And not only that, but they, they instituted cameras and sound – Right. See, microphones on all the corners so you can pinpoint where where a gun goes off i'm not saying that Camden is not the way to do it it probably is the problem is you have to turn it into a police state you literally got to turn that area into a police state you gotta you gotta triple to quadruple the amount of cops you have in the area in order just to get the crime rate below or at a at a regular level right Right.
0: but it worked i mean it worked it's RoboCop, man. That's why, I, that's why I worked. It's a RoboCop. Yep. Well, on that note, we've been talking for about 50 minutes, so I'm going to close this out. But um, do you have anything that you want to plug before we close this out? That was a great conversation. I have nothing I want to plug. I just want um, people to wake up to this propaganda and this
1: nonsense because I really enjoy watching cops in Live PD. And there's a <laughs> yeah. lot of positive police yeah, interaction. There's a
0: lot of, of kiddies out there that enjoy Paw Patrol. And yeah, and you know,
1: and and it sucks if people like me don't have that stuff to entertain themselves. We're, what the hell are we going to do? If, you know, what I are we going to do man. with ourselves? It's insane. So it just—it's sad. We live in a free country, at least I thought we did. Everybody should be able to enjoy all kinds of crazy entertainment, whether that's wrestling, whether that's story time with transsexuals, or you know, <laughs> just, just you, you just do you do something. you and let me do. And me. there should be a market for it. And and when that market is artificially canceled or artificially dried up, that's how we have a problem because I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to sit here and take your shit away.
0: Right. So don't sit here and try to take
1: my shit away.
0: I agree. I agree. All right. Well, in that case, I'm going to uh, plug my shit. You can follow me on Twitter at RealMrBehavior. You can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash MrBehavior. And uh, you can listen to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm going to be trying to do this regularly. So this has been Lokes Hicks. See you later. Lokes Takes was recorded and edited by Mr Behavior. Copyright Mr Behavior 2020.